Welcome to an audacious episode of Talk Hard, presented by Walks Offly Films. Uh, guys, I'm going to introduce you all with some quotes um, from a particular Hollywoodster, and I want you to see if you can guess by the end of it who this guy is. So, if you're ready, let's do it. Then right here in Danville, Kentucky, his problem is that people get intimidated by someone big and beautiful like him. They hate to think he can be smart as well. Todd Sheen. Are you saying I'm big? Say hi to the fans, Todd. Hey, Biggie, Biggie here saying hey. That's right. Biggie Smalls. And from Frankfort, Kentucky, he's drank more beer and pissed more blood and banged more women than all you numb nuts put together. <laughs> wow. Scott Stafford. Wow. <laughs> he's, a, he's a GD sexual Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, as for me, well, one day you'll understand the sheer awesomeness that is me. I'm Alan Martin. Guys, who said all those things? I've got, I've got one. Man, I don't know. I'm not... I, that's tough. I've got one guess. That just because of that last one. No, I don't know. Was it Bill Murray? Nope. Yeah. That last one sounded a little bit like Bill, but the other one doesn't. It's a Hollywood guy. Uh, yes. Hollywood guy? Is it is it Nicholson? Okay, so these are just quotes by Hollywood guys. No, it is one guy. Said all one three guy of them. saying it all. Yeah, buddy. It's Dolph Lundgren. It's Dolph. <laughs> Shout, out, Shout to out to Dolph Lundgren. Woo! Gosh. That's I, right. I completely looked over the obvious. Man, it's been it's been two, at least two episodes since we gave a good shout out to Dolph, so I had to do it. He would uh, break you. That's right. Uh all right, you all. We've got some big news to share with the with the fans. Who wants to break it? We got big news this week, and I teased it a little bit on Twitter, but I wanted to release it on this. On this podcast, before we put it out there, oh the the WSF guys are going to Paducah, Rivers Edge International Film Festival. Here we come. Todd Sheen directed and edited and pretty much wrote. I'm gonna try this word, Rural Legend. That's pretty good. That's good. And I do. Okay, I've been practicing. <laughs> and uh, and. Our submission was accepted. We will be heading down to the River's Edge in Western Kentucky uh, later this or early next month. So, um, congratulations, fellas! Hey, congratulations, everybody! And we uh, we're already excited. We've already booked our table at Kirchhoff's Bakery and yep. Deli. That's right. And uh, might get some pockets full of meat. <laughs> <Bread. laughs> That's right. I tell you, I haven't pre I haven't pre ordered the uh, the cinnamon buns yet though. The hubcap size cinnamon rolls. What about? You can't, can't beat them. Are we uh, are we 
are we going to get a pound of pizza on Thursday night? Yeah, I think. I mean, I think that goes without saying. <laughs> uh, and our waitress, who looks like um, John Arbuckle's grandmother from <laughs> from Garfield, who's always down there. Yeah, um, I guarantee you, she's worked every day since the last time we were there. I bet, I bet so. Oh, she's there every time, and she remembers us, which is kind of cool. So anyway, uh, we are looking forward to that, and hopefully, we can put together um, some podcasts down there. That'll be kind of fun. So we're trying to get that together. We may have to do like a preview show and kind of talk about Film Fest going into it. Yeah, and then we got shows from the Film Fest. Oh, you guys, and then a wrap up. Yeah, yeah, that'll be good. We got to do a red carpet thing too. So get ready for all that fun, you guys. Here on um, the show. Right here on the show. This is going to be huge. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Um, okay, so moving on from that, after congratulating ourselves. Yes, uh, I can't. I've been waiting for, <laughs> I've been waiting for this topic. I, I'm surprised you didn't lead with it. But Here we go. USA tied up with New Zealand right now in the 90th minute. And uh, I know it's a friendly, but... You see, I knew you. I knew you guys would still want to talk about it. Yeah. Well, why don't you let us know when that one's over, <laughs> and um, maybe we can discuss a little bit. But until then, uh, I think you've got another topic that uh, is worth mentioning. You barely escaped the grasp of Hurricane Matthew. We did. Week. Is that correct? Yeah, that hey, is that is before, true. Before before um, we talk about that, can we say one thing? Uh, uh, just to tie in with the the uh, the U.S. and New Zealand soccer match that Scott's. Uh, yes, had. we can talk about that. Come as on, long Tom, as you don't encourage it. <laughs> Let me just say this: I, I, I have a I have a soft spot in my heart for New Zealand. I'm kind of pulling for New Zealand because it's home to the greatest rock and roll band of all time. So why wouldn't I at least give them? A shouting glance. You're a butt hat. You guys are. You wear hats on your butt. Crowded house, in case you missed the reference. Nobody roots for anybody above the red, white, and blue. You all, you all, you all are making me hate everything about this. <laughs> I'm going to send Jim Duggan to Todd's house right now with a two by four. <laughs> Oh not, man! Not, not the what, Jim Duggan. What a timely American hero to come do some dirty work. The only thing I, Alan loves more than soccer talk is crowded house talk. Yeah, yeah, that is true. And so, yeah, you know, it's it's just a it's a it's a short amount of time before we do an entire podcast on only crowded house. But I'm I'm just building up. Uh, I'm building up for it. And on the news of crowded house, hey. Heim's got a new album coming out this fall. Like at any day now, it could come out. So if we want to talk about that too, this effing podcast is off the rails. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can bring us back in here. Disney World. Scott Stafford escaped the wrath of Matthew <laughs> and went down to uh, to Disney World for a few days. Let's discuss that and not all this awfulness. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah, went to Disney World. And let me start out by saying that uh, those people uh, have it together. They have, they have got it figured out as much as anybody on this planet of how you do business. And, you know, that place, 
is a Swiss watch, you know? Like, I, yeah. I can't be more impressed by Disney World. And I think it's funny because I think, I think you're – well, I'm officially an old person because I feel like you're excited about Disney World, like, eight years old and, and younger, and mm-hmm. then you're too cool for Disney World maybe, you know – when you hit ten years old or something, you're too, you know, you're too cool for Disney World. Uh, up until maybe you know, I don't know, age from ten to forty or something. And I'm right there. I'm right there to where yep. it's like I'm loving, I'm loving the Disney parks again. Do you two have any love, any opinions of Disney? Yeah, don't go ahead, uh, one of you at a time, please. Oh well. <laughs> I, I'm a big fan of Disney. Um, everything above ground is really great at Disney. Uh, it's when you go into the the intricate tunnel system that's located below Disney, mm-hmm. where there are uh, dark caverns and soulless beings. And you've been in there. I haven't. I've heard about it. Though. Oh, okay. Uh, but no, I, I honestly I agree with what you say. There is that period of time where you uh yeah uh, where's my record collection uh you know and you don't you want to do your thing and you don't care you don't care about that but honestly it's when you go there it is it's magical it really is we went um i think last time we went was four years ago and it's just one of those places where you know you do just you kind of after you after you pay five hundred dollars a ticket for your kids um they get they get a ten dollar discount. Yours are five hundred and ten dollars. Yeah, yeah, uh, exactly. But uh, you know, just the look on their faces is great because you know they're they're just they're loving it. They're digging it. I mean, you don't think about anything while you're there, and that's that's the magic of the place. They just you kind of you get there, and it's just like you know it sucks all the bad out of your body. Yeah, and and the the the. Uh... <laughs> vibe that they've created there about the happiest place on earth and the way they, you know, they, they, they have all of their employees in line, except one lady that works in the, uh, like commissary in future land who was, who was not so happy to be there that day. But other than that lady, like everybody that works there, you know, crazy friendly. And it's just, you know, it's all smiles. Like they do an amazing job. And I just wanted to say real quick, like, like I'm really impressed with the place and, and truly, you know, enjoy being there, especially with kids. Um, so I had a great time, but yeah, they, uh, those people know how to make a dollar too. There is no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I mean, to get in the door, you know, just like Todd said, it's, it's insane and, and wish it could be a little cheaper than that, but 20 bucks every time you park, you know, for like the, you know, and, and you wow. could, go, you could go up to like 50 bucks for parking. I think if you want to, and it's just like you know, every car every day, like, just Man. just the tickets and just the parking but then you get 20 yeah. bucks gets you primo parking at rep, rep arena right every game yeah exactly and it's uh i mean before you ever get in the door you're just surrounded by all the junk you can buy and everything's got everything's got a price and it's it's amazing the money making machine that that place is and it has to be i can't even imagine what kind of dollar figures you're talking about uh amongst all those parks um so i don't want to gloss over the woman who was having a bad day there's a story there <laughs> well, i guarantee you she's not employed there now <laughs> i need to i need to know what happened uh yeah i'm not sure what happened but apparently 
from the sound of things, because I was I was like grabbing some ketchup, and she was talking to a fellow co- co-worker, and uh, from what she said, they effing screwed her again. And oh no, uh, <laughs> she mm. thought she was doing a good job, and then now she's over here putting these blankety blank ketchup in the, in the condiments. Wow. And so she wasn't happy. It's like it's wow. like, excuse me, ma'am. Um, I might have one idea as to why you're over here. Now I don't. Yeah. Maybe. maybe it's not them. <laughs> but she wasn't pleased. Um, the so Thursday it, we're you know Wednesday Tuesday Wednesday you're starting to see where the hurricane's headed right and it's. And uh, by the time Wednesday's there, uh, it it's clear that it's gotten closer, closer, closer. Like the the projections are coming right at uh, Orlando, and it's gonna be nasty. I'm like, and I'm thinking, there's no way we're getting out of here on uh, our Friday morning flight. So that thing's gonna be canceled. And I was supposed to meet my girlfriend on. Um, she was coming into town. She was visiting the fine uh, the fine state of Kentucky. And uh, so there was absolutely no way uh, I was going to miss that. And so I said, because if you miss the plane, then who knows when you're coming, you're getting back. Right. So I, I told uh, the other people in our party that uh, I'm getting, I'm renting a car and I'm driving home on Thursday. So if you all are coming with me, uh, let's, you need to make this call. So anyway, we all ended up doing that. And uh, we did. We got out uh, basically in just the right time. We left er we like uh, we left by like five a.m. on Thursday, mm. and and we got out of there. And they they actually closed the parks anyway. They they shut down the parks. All the parks on Thursday and Friday opened back up on Saturday, and we had juggled our we had uh, juggled our tickets around so we because we did Universal also. Um, and, and had actually, we were going to go to universal on Friday. So that was the ticket we didn't get to use. Oh yeah. So we call universal and, um, you know, what, what can we do about this? you you know, you close the park. Do we, you know, what kind of refund do we get? And they basically gave us double birds and said, sorry about you. Wow. What a power move. (laughs) Yeah. Universal does not give any money back even when they close the parks my goodness and their in, their end around for that is because the the their their tickets that they sell are a, on a 14 day window like you know wow you know so i'm coming back to florida in 14 days like you know jerks but and if if it had been the other way around disney of course because they know what they're doing would have they refund tickets so hmm. um so even though you you have to mortgage your soul to get in there, at least uh, they'll take care of you. Yeah. So that's my Disney story. Oh, I'll I'll say something that I guess I'm going against the grain, at least of you all. I have um, little to no desire to ever go. I could tell. I could tell on yeah. you that you weren't feeling yeah. it. Yeah. I just uh, the the hype and the money and I. I'm I'm not that big of a like I don't kiss the ring every time something Disney comes out. It's not like oh this is this is yeah, going to be magic. I don't either. I yeah, don't either. and I so I, I mean I don't buy into that kind of stuff. And I don't know. I just I'm I'm not sure if I like. And all my kids are are grown out. 
my son Colton would still enjoy it as much as a five-year-old, but um, there's not that sort of wonderment that you're going to get from a, a small kid to take them now. Yeah. So my my desire to go to Disney is <laughs> probably at an absolute low. What's the last time you were there? I was probably eight, nine, mm-hmm. something I'll, like that. I would bet you that if you went now, you would it it would get you. Yeah, yeah. I've, Maybe I, I, my expectations would be low, so that helps. I I I would I would bet any amount of money that you would come out of there, yeah, surprised and being and and really enjoying yourself. Um, one thing about Disney. Uh, Disney World, or no, the Magic Kingdom. Um, it always, it never fails to surprise me going in there that uh, the Song of the South actually exists in that place. Oh wow, really? <laughs> yeah, right, huh. Todd. Yeah, it's like, still there. It is, and, and it's like it never fails. Like I'm always like, oh yeah, like Brer Rabbit and Brer Bear, and like they're all yeah, they they actually exist in this place. Whereas like you know they'll yeah. co- they completely disavow that that thing ever existed, but it's still very apparent in Disney World. It's still on my Japanese laserdisc too. Yep. So that's the well, one place you, you can. Good for, good for all of you all. <laughs> you and Alan is thoroughly bored by Disney talk, so let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not Let's bored. I'm just um, I, I don't, I'm just not as enamored with it as everybody else, and that might be part of it too. Is it's like okay, it, just everybody stop. Like it's not that great, <laughs> but Man. apparently it is, and I'm the only one. And I'm just being grouchy because I probably will never go. But um, yeah, I'm just not. I'm just not feeding it. I'm not feeding the machine. <laughs> let's uh, let's go back to New Zealand talk then. Nope. <laughs> Forward. We're going forward. Uh, always forward, which is a tagline from the next thing we want to bring up. Oh. Luke Cage came out on Netflix uh, last week. Mm. Mm. And I watched I watched all 13 episodes. Scott, how far are you into it? Uh, I've watched two episodes. Two episodes. <laughs> and Todd, you haven't watched any, right? I haven't watched any because I just I don't I'm not allowed to watch TV right now. <laughs> You're not allowed. Do you want to get into that a little bit? No, or? no, it's okay. Okay, <laughs> Todd's granted from TV. Yeah. Um, did you watch? Did you at least watch any of the trailers for it? I did see the trailer for it. I, I really liked the yeah, trailer. Yeah, it's a great trailer. The one with the Wu Tang song. Yeah, where he just. Yeah. Completely just walks through everybody. Another great New Zealand band. Who's <laughs> yeah, that? Yeah, right. Mm. Yeah, Wu Tang. Um, you got that right. Well, if you've seen the trailer, I finished watching all 13 episodes and I um, texted my son, Aram, who's in Hawaii, don't bother watching the actual show. Just watch that trailer <laughs> over and over again and you'll be better off. Yeah. Um, Man, I, I, I'm in. I'm in the minority from what people are saying. Like my Facebook and Twitter feeds were blowing up with how much everybody loved Luke Cage and how great it was, and I, I, I wasn't feeling it. I, I feel like that has to be sheep mentality. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Like, and, there's no. Yeah. yeah, there's no way. There's no way people can objectively watch that show and come away thinking that's great TV. 
Yeah. It's, it's just impossible. Yeah, it's kind of clunky. Um, and it, it, I don't, like, as far as, like, some of the conflicts and stuff, I, I just didn't believe them. Now, that the guy, um, his last name's Ollie. I don't know what his first name is. Plays uh, Cottonmouth in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed absolutely everything he did. I thought he was fantastic. Um, and he was believable. And he made every scene that he was in good. Um and I and I hesitate to say too much, Scott, because you haven't seen it all. Um, Let loose, but say whatever you want to say. But but warning to the fans that uh, yeah, it, this it, is a heavy spoiler. Okay, if I'm going to say this, I think it's around episode six or seven, and he dies. Cottonmouth dies, and from that point forward, the mm. whole thing is just a big, hot, flaming dumpster fire. <laughs> it's terrible. I could not. I hate. I didn't like any of it. it like gets, nothing worked. So it gets a lot worse than the first two. Cottonmouth leaves, and when Diamondback Jeez. comes in, like as as much as like when you when we watched Ant Man, and you said you you one of the things you didn't like about Ant Man is how cartoony Yellow Jacket was as a villain. Yeah, Diamondback is a thousand times worse. That's terrible. Oh gosh, you when you see how how Diamondback is portrayed in this, you're gonna. You might throw something at your TV. So, so my problem with Luke Cage, and I've only seen two episodes, and Alan asked, are you, you know, are you ready to talk about this? And I said unequivocally, yes. My mind is made <laughs> up on this show. Like, there's no there's no rebounding from what I've seen. There's just no way that it gets better. Um, and that's because the people in charge are uh, completely ineffectual and incompetent. Um I, and listen, the the reason it, it, that I've got some hate for it right now, some vitriol towards it, is because I wanted to love this show. And I wanted it to be the best thing Marvel TV has done. And was really had hoping that it would be. And, you know, and, and had some hope based on the trailers. Um, but... As great as Kevin Feige is, I've always... I can't stand Jeff Loeb. And he's in charge of TV, and I just and I think you've got to point the finger at him and the people that he uh, taps to do to be the directors of these shows. And I'm guess it's his call on he's the one choosing showrunners and and whatnot to to make these things and writers. And uh, he does a terrible job of it. The writing is not good. The mm. directing is worse. Like they're directing like. Technically, it's it's driving me crazy. The show's driving me crazy because technically, it's just bad. It's just bad. It's amateurish. Yeah. Um, he gives you every shot is a low angle, Dutch angle. Um, he yeah. the, he's trying to be as creative as he possibly can on every single framing, every single composition, and he has no idea why he's doing it. Just this shot will look cool. And it's driving me nuts because none of it makes any sense. Like there are reasons you use certain angles and compositions, and 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 like I don't think he has any concept of that whatsoever. It's driving me nuts. And there's a shot in it where Pop is in the front of the frame on the the far left side of the frame, facing the left side, and it, like his nose is the very edge of the frame, and because they they saw that oh look luke's in the mirror over there we can see them both and like way over here in the right isn't that a cool shot like no it's not that's dumb like it's not 
you know, and he thought it's not a purpose. There's no reason there's for no it. reason for yeah. it. Just all kinds of things because they think it's going to be cool. But every line, the, uh, the main thing that is also the direction is driving me crazy is pacing, pacing. The pacing is garbage. It's yeah. awful. It's so slow. It is yes. mind numbingly slow. Every line of dialogue, they pause before and after for effect and to let that line just because they think like every line of dialogue is golden yeah and man it's and they want to let it just yeah they want they want you to uh marinate in in the greatness (laughs) that they just produced exactly (laughs) and even if it was even if that was was the case and the writing was great it would be annoying as heck but it's not there hasn't been a great line yet in two episodes And oh, the you don't the, like always forward. Oh man, that scene, it's, dude! The worst <laughs> death scene I've seen in any medium ever, ever. That's the worst death scene I've ever seen. Awful. And Diamondback, uh, Diamondback dies pretty cool. Okay. <laughs> I mean, when he dies, the way he dies is awful. But as he's dying, it's like he he dies with dignity. And again, again. We don't want this show to be negative, and and that is not what we're doing. Like the, we'll never give you negativity for to get listeners, and 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 to you know fi- except me, <laughs> and to fish for <laughs> listeners. Uh, I don't want this to be a negative show, but yeah, we've got to be honest, and that's what's driving me crazy about it is because it had tons of potential. Yes, absolutely, yep. I love what they want this show to be. Yeah whoever came up with the initial concept of this is what we want it to be. Yes. Like I want it to be that so bad, but the people they chose to execute it can't, uh, not even close, but the guy, they Luke cage, he, uh, he's, he's from Jessica Jones to now he's a better actor and he's, he's the perfect pick. He's, he's, you know, you couldn't have chosen a better guy to play Luke cage. I like him a lot. I do too. And, uh, if you, he was in better hands, he could really be a bad A. Like, and yeah. that's what this show should partially be. Um, I'm sorry, I know I'm on a, like a 30 minute rant, um, but nope, it's good stuff. Do you think, Alan? Do you think they're going for a, an homage to black exploitation films? And I yeah, mean, I, I, I absolutely do. Yeah. Okay, and like I think that's a mistake because. Mm-hmm. You can't be Black Dynamite. This show can't do that. And so I don't think they know exactly how they're trying. Like, because a lot of the stuff that they they do to like seems like they're that they're trying to pay tribute or 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 remind you of of the great black exploitation films. Um, you know, a lot of that was <laughs> from those films was bad filmmaking, which is why we love to watch them. You know, it's it's goofy and yet it's great in its own way, but. This, some of the shots that you're recreating and some of those moments that, like, you get shots of, like, characters like Shades, who is, like, the worst character. I've, ugh. It's just, <laughs> I don't understand why he's there and what he's supposed to be doing. And I That get, never becomes clear. Okay. That never, in 13 episodes, I still have no idea why Shades was in the, was in the, was in the show. And just like a black exploitation film, he's like, it, it, he feels like the weird white guy who's in the movie as a bad guy, who's a terrible actor. And I'd have no idea why he's there. And it's, it's terrible. It's terribly made. It's a great concept and I want it to be so good. And it's just not. 
Yeah, from the first time we saw Luke Cage on the screen in Jessica Jones, you and yes. I were both excited that yeah, this dude yeah. was going to get his own show. Mm-hmm. So it's not that we want this to be bad or that we're ripping off. Like, no. I wanted to get on here and just love this thing. That, um, right. That's why. I'm and so- I like the first six episodes a lot better than I think you like the first two. I, I didn't. I didn't have that big a problem with them, and I think it was a lot of it because I like Diamondback so much, mm-hmm. and and. Um, I liked I like that scene that they show in the in the trailer like that that one's coming up I think in the third episode if you haven't seen it already it's like right you're right there at it um, some of that stuff's pretty cool but yeah there's some times where like Luke Cage is trying to be a bad A and he just like he just plunks people on the head and they fall down it's like <laughs> no I don't want to like let him just like throw him through the ceiling or something cool but yeah th- that's goofy and that would be funny to do it once they do it eighteen times mm-hmm. just uh, uh, him just flicking somebody on the head and they fall down. Yeah. I yeah, I do like some of that. Some of that is is cool that, you know, that yeah. I liked that in Jessica Jones that, you know, you got the sense that he could he could win fights so easy cuz I, mm-hmm. I hated that about Daredevils. He was constantly getting his butt kicked. Yes. And, and Luke Cage like, you know, could have six guys coming at him and the, and they and you know, and he just felt like he's just annoyed and I I do like that. And the and when the guy punches him in the face and his and his hand just yeah, it's shatters awesome. it's awesome that's awesome so yeah. give us yeah give us more of that yeah uh but you know the writers for if you're gonna have a bad a in a movie you he's got to have great lines he's got to have great one-liners yeah he's got he's got to talk cool and none of the dialogue is good it's terrible the two detectives drive me insane and they're supposed to be the all the uh comic relief is supposed to come i think from the detectives don't you think and and man those jokes are horrid if that was the case they completely <laughs> missed the target yeah the little guy that i always confuse with ducky um yeah <laughs> he's jeez the some of the jokes yeah. that those two give back and forth are just so anyway it's a huge disappointment and that's yeah. the only reason i'm so passionate about it and ripping it so much is because I just want it to be so good. It's only because I'm so disappointed. I'm not trying to be super negative. Um, one thing I will say about it, uh, another positive besides uh, Diamondback, is that I absolutely love the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used our Twitter account to to um, profess my love for the soundtrack in that in that uh, show because I've I've actually downloaded three or four songs that I went and researched because I like oh, them wow. so much when they were performing it in the. Uh, in the in the club in Diamondbacks Club, so um, and you, I will say that that's really good. And you being a guy who doesn't like you've said before on here isn't you know you're not huge on music. You're not you yeah, know, but it really made but an some impression. Some of that Motown stuff was really good. Some yeah. of that jazz stuff was good. There was one hip hop song I really liked, and I and I found it and downloaded it. Yeah. So totally agree. Um, whoever's curating, whoever's curating that stuff did a great job. Yeah. I, I, oh oh, and I don't need more Luke Cage love making. Ever for the rest of my life, I don't need to see this dude making love ever. Isn't he like, Come on, man! Isn't he the only one, probably in Marvel, anything who's who has sex and he's having it all the time? And I'm sure there's some ladies out there that that love it, that love, yeah. But like Jessica Jones kinda did, but I think most of it was with him. So it was, yeah, it was. Yeah. And and there's there is yeah. there is no couple that I've ever seen have less chemistry on screen than those two, Jessica Jones and him, and and it just looks like there is nothing he has less interest in 
is than being uh, in a love scene. And I don't, honestly don't know if the the one that was uh, early on in this show was better because I fast forwarded through that sucker as soon as it started. I'm like, nope, <laughs> not watching this dude get it on again. Like, and those and it was like long too, wasn't it? Like, we like, it was long. <laughs> Yeah, Why it was are you giving us it this? was uncomfortably long when you're watching that show with your 17 year old daughter. It's, it was uncomfortably long. It's a superhero show. I don't need to see Luke Cage getting it on. And so that felt that felt like Shaft or something like that too. Like you know, yeah, yeah. It kind of went with Dolomite a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So there are it's a couple things that happened. In the, in the, <laughs> yeah, speaking of, there are a couple things that happened in the last few episodes, and I don't know how detailed you want me to get, but they drive me at that, like they're just complete holes in the plot. Complete holes. Mm-hmm. Um, the way the whole thing ended was absolutely stupid. <laughs> um, but when when they take they're taking Luke Cage, like just to get Todd, are, are you going to watch it or you want me to spoil all this? You can you can go ahead and just we've really just built it up and you want to watch it Evan, right exactly I hate to spoil it after I know you're gonna go as soon as you're <laughs> not grounded from TV I know you're gonna go binge this thing for 13 hours but like okay so his backstory is that he at least according to the show and I don't know how accurate this is Scott to the to the books but um, according to the show he went to prison got framed went to prison um, got involved in an underground. Uh, prison fighting ring um, was was nearly killed because of that um, because he was uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't really understand why but at one point Shades was in prison with him and almost killed him um, so they took him to a sort of an underground lab at the prison where they were trying to help him <laughs> heal and not die and the, the guy the, the cop that was in charge of him that he kind of screwed over, um, pulled the plug on the machine too quick or something, and it the machine went haywire and made him into this superhuman specimen. Okay. Um, and so he he punches himself out of the prison and leaves and changes his name from uh, Carl Lucas to Luke Cage. Uh, oh, oh, and you're gonna love the dialogue when he explains why he <laughs> why he chose the name Luke Cage. Man, it is some Good it is grief. some it is some high time cheese. Uh-huh. Um, so he punches himself out of there, changes his changes his name to Luke Cage or whatever. Well, at the end of the show, they figure out that this is Carl Lucas, and he's supposed to be in prison. I think we just lost Todd. <laughs> yeah. um, I think Todd was like, "Screw this, Luke Cage talk. I'm out of here." <laughs> they don't need me. They've been talking for forty minutes about this. About a show I'd have no desire to even see. <laughs> uh, um, okay, so, so anyway, they find out it was Carl Lucas, and so there's two cops, and they're like, we're going to take you back to jail in Georgia. So we know who you are. We know you escaped. You're coming back with us. And it's like, and Lucas like, all right, I'll go back with it. And it's like, why? He, he was in an underground fighting ring. <laughs> that there's documented video of in this prison (laughs) and they almost killed him and then ran illegal experiments on him to get him into the shape. He could sue the state of Georgia and the United (laughs) States for billions of dollars, but they're going to take him back to the prison. (laughs) He's like, all right, you got me going back. Yeah, that's bad. It's, it's awful. Absolutely terrible. (laughs) So anyway, Todd, we thought you just completely left us because you were tired of talking about Luke Cage. 
Is that is he uh, is he related to Michael Cage? <laughs> he wishes. <laughs> okay. All right. So, which, you know what, uh, Scott? What's your favorite Netflix show? Since you've seen all those, um, what would you say is your favorite one? It's close. Between... Our listeners have one chance to watch a show. What what do they watch? Oh uh, man. Um... It's close between House of Cards and Narcos, and yeah. I might go Narcos, but I'm I'm a couple seasons removed from that first one of House of Cards, and it was it seemed like it was really good, mm-hmm. but, but I, I'll just say Narcos for right now. Okay, well I'll I'll get on the House of Cards train, okay. although that third season was an absolute mess, mm-hmm. um, but. Seasons one, two, and four, I will stand behind. So, wow, um, has there been four already? Yeah, they they just they did the fourth one. The fifth one's coming up in February, I think. So, wow. Um, anyway, Todd, you got you got some catching up to do, buddy. You got to get on some better behavior so you can get your TV privileges back and uh, get you some Netflix in, buddy. Right now, all, all I'm all I'm uh, all I'm allowed to watch is um, whatever's uh, whatever's free on Hulu. Okay, well, we got to change that. I got to. I got to come up with a different email each month. You know. Yeah. Just, <laughs> to get your free. Yeah. Free Netflix account. Yeah. Okay, so we went a little over time in that segment and the next segment. So we're going to split these up and make them two different uh, shows. So you all get two for the price of one. In the next show, we're going to divulge our top ten lists of our favorite television shows and then give some runners up uh comparing them to rolling stones terrible lists that they put out we're going to correct all their mistakes so come back listen enjoy share and uh give us a good rating on itunes and remember walk softly and talk hard well i hope you come to see me in the movie and i know that you will plainly see biggest fool that's ever hit the big time and all i gotta do is act naturally